Welcome to this episode of the Complete Men Podcast. This podcast aims to help, support and inspire men of all ages to reach their full potential and be fully present in their lives. Be better men and serve our families and community. Hello again, it's your host Paul Tonner and this week we're going to focus on the topic of happiness. So, what does it mean to be happy? Well, to me, it is about One, being at peace with themselves and being content regardless of what is happening in their life. One is grateful for what they have, even when experiencing difficult times in life. One is not constantly seeking external things such as money, love, in order to make them happy. They are happy with who they are and what they are. I believe happiness is a choice. It comes from within us and is an internal state of mind. Now, for many years, I was unhappy, and I believe that it was due to the way I interpreted things that happened to me in my life. When things went bad, such as injuries, health issues, losing money, losing a job, being rejected, I would always think, why? Why is this happening to me again? Why am I having such bad luck? It isn't fair. I would sometimes think, what is the point? I would always go into victim mode. And the way I was interpreting what was happening to me was having a great impact on my mental health. It was when I began attending men's groups on a regular basis, especially now with the wonderful and supportive men at the Complete Men Foundation, that I then began to change my mindset and realise happiness is internal. It comes from within oneself and that happiness is a choice. It is important to focus on our own experiences and how we interpret them. Happiness is being present and accepting things the way they are, not wanting all the time, not wanting and craving material things such as an expensive car, a big house, lots of money, fancy clothes. For years I believed that my unhappiness was due to how I would compare myself with others. I want to have a nice house, I would say. Nice car, successful career like that guy. Or I need to be in a relationship in order to be happy. And it's not fair, or maybe I'd say it's not fair that I have to make this sacrifice and it prevents me from doing what I want to do. By always wanting, what it was doing was taking me away from the present and accepting things the way they were. By wanting it, it was taking me away from all the wonderful things in my life and what I have to be grateful for, such as watching a beautiful sunset, a beautiful rainbow in the sky, listening to relaxing music, having a delicious meal. Also, just sitting in silence, enjoying the moment, just the simple things in life, observing what is happening around me, by switching my mindset to focusing on the present moment and being grateful and making the most out of every day, I strongly believe it has made me a much happier person and more content with life. Also taking the time every day to fill my bucket and do things that make me happy and that I enjoy doing 
such as podcasting, exercise, heart math meditation, laughing, going to complete men groups. I honestly believe that happiness is acquired by understanding how to make the most out of any situation. I know that when I have had traumatic events happen to me in my life, such as a bad injury or divorce, and I've gone through times when I've been depressed. Now, one of the main things that held me back from finding happiness again was my feelings of desire. And the more things I desired, the more problems I created. It was when I stopped wanting things, I began to find peace internally. And I realized the more I wanted, the more I desired, the unhappier I became. And it made me reflect on the simple things that really makes me happy and just be happy the way I am. I realized that I was asking way too much by expecting to be happy all of the time. I was being way too unrealistic by expecting to be always happy and understand that it was okay to experience a wide range of emotions. Now, by attending Complete Men regularly, it has made me sit with, identify and acknowledge my feelings and emotions. Also, when I do feel unhappy, I'm now able to stop and listen to and identify why I am feeling unhappy and what can I do to address it. Journaling has really helped me with this as it helps me look for a solution. An example is perhaps I need to consider changing what I'm doing or thinking. Maybe talk to a friend or therapist. Also address the challenge I'm facing. What can I do? How can I do it? Now, just yesterday I was talking to one of my sisters who is an accomplished writer. My sister was telling me about another lady who was also an accomplished writer who would attend writing retreats with my sister and how my sister was totally amazed about the energy this lady had and how fit she was. And my sister, my sister spoke about how this lady would regularly put on social media all of her great achievements, not just her writing awards here in Australia and overseas, however, her great sporting achievements and adventures, such as completing the Hawaiian Ironman Championships twice. My sister was astounded by the energy of this lady and wondered how she just kept going and going and would make the most out of every day and every opportunity. However, all of a sudden, and over a period of months and months, my sister would not see any more posts on Facebook by this lady, and had not heard from her and was curious to know why. Then earlier in the week, she discovered this lady passed away from motor neurons disease. Now my sister was stunned because this was a woman who was so fit so enthusiastic about every day and who had so much energy and had accomplished so much in her life. And yeah, it may have been the case that this inspiring woman knew that her days were limited. Yeah, and and she strived every day to succeed and enjoy life. You know, she focused on what made her happy every day and lived her life to the fullest. You know, despite being struck down by a devastating disease with no cure. Very inspirational story. So, what does happiness mean to you? What words describe happiness for you? Can you think of some moments in your life that stand out where you were filled with happiness, you experienced great joy 
contentment and where life was just wonderful. Now, genetics and life experiences play a role in one's level of happiness. Social and cultural factors also influence how one thinks about happiness. Now, studies were completed by William Toff, who is an associate professor of psychology. And it was found that people from cultures that embrace more collectivist ideals relate happiness more with harmony and joy. Now, this is especially the case with some developing countries. Now, I spoke in a previous episode of how in my travels overseas and going to places like rural Thailand and Vanuatu and experiencing their culture. And I spoke about how impressed I was that despite these people having very little, such as water, electricity, money, things that many in developed countries such as Australia take for granted, I was so impressed with how happy they were every day just by enjoying the simple things in life, you know, such as being with their family, their community. And however, individualistic-minded people more relate happiness to having feelings of exuberance and joy. Now, their level of happiness is shaped by their social groups, such as their families, and the happier they are, the happier the people around them are too. So, People all around the world think about and experience happiness in different ways. However, it was found also that people mainly relate happiness to feeling positive generally and about life overall. So, why is happiness important? Well, firstly, it improves other aspects of our life, such as our health. Now, studies have shown that happier people are less likely to get sick and they live longer. And it's also associated with more satisfying romantic relationships and stronger friendships. And happier people tend to earn more money and are more productive at work. And they are more generous and make positive contributions to the life of others. I know that when I help others, I feel happy afterwards. And also, happiness is important because one tends to cope better with stress and traumatic events. And happier people are more creative and have an open mind. An example is when when the world was going through COVID and you know, there was many people finding alternative and creative ways to make them happy, despite being in isolation and in lockdowns. And also feel more connected to others, especially through social connections. Now, here are some tips on how to build happiness and just addressing the inequalities that affect happiness on a collective level, which we were just talking about. So firstly, the first tip is to build relationships. So it means building social connections is very important in building one's happiness. So an example was when I was going through my divorce uh, divorce, sorry, and joining meet, meet-up groups related to my interests. Now, it was a great way for me to 
enjoy the things I, I love and meet new people and get out and enjoy the nice open air. And also invest in your relationships by spending quality time with the people you care about. Now, the second tip is to practice different kinds of appreciation. Go for a walk. Pay attention to positive feelings and experiences. Take in what's happening around you. Practice gratitude every day. So important. Maybe writing it down in a journal. And the third tip is to practice mindfulness and build self-esteem. Practice being aware of your thoughts, feelings, what's going on around you through mindful breathing and meditation. And notice when you are stressed or when you're critical on yourself and turn it around and speak kindly to yourself. Treat yourself as you would treat someone you truly love. When you say something like, I can't believe I can be so stupid. I'm hopeless, useless, worthless. I can't seem to get anything right. Stop and think to yourself, would I say that to my best friend or my child? Turn it around and say, I made a mistake. I own it. I'm only human. I'll learn from this and we'll do much better next time. And one thing that I find very helpful, makes me happy, is by practicing mindfulness exercises. So I've got some great mindfulness books that I've bought over the years from bookshops. And yeah, like, and they've got like activities such as coloring activities and puzzles, you know, like word finds and spot the difference and mazes. And it's a great idea. And yeah, painting's another great activity too. And positive talk is so important in regard to happiness. Now, the fourth tip is to practice kindness. So doing nice things for other people, helping out others, such as doing volunteer work, helping out the less fortunate. Now, I'm fortunate that in my job as a disability support worker, it is a caring role where I'm fortunate to regularly care, support and help out people in need. And the fifth tip, is to choose a healthy lifestyle. Now, studies show that regular physical activity increases happiness and self-esteem, and it reduces anxiety and stress and helps alleviate symptoms of depression. Even moderate levels of exercise releases chemicals in one's brain that lifts one's mood. Now, exercise also helps you sleep better, and you have more energy, and it improves cardiovascular health. And it can help you sleep better too and have more energy and keep your heart nice and healthy. So going for a walk first thing in the morning really helps me, really helps put me in a positive frame of mind for the rest of the day. And spending time in nature. I love walking around the botanical gardens here on the Gold Coast. You know, there's just so many, that's where I really feel close to nature there's so many just taking in the environment there's so many wonderful things around me to look at you know the birds the lake the beautiful lake you know the trees the different plants you know lizards running around just the different sounds as well and yeah also i like like walking along the beachfront here at the broadwater just across the road from where i live it's just some wonderful, especially on a nice sunny day like today. And getting adequate rest too. 
is extremely important because research is linked to lower sleep to lower happiness. So aim for seven to eight hours per night. And eating a healthy and balanced diet. A good healthy diet helps your brain and body work efficiently. Now I see a great nutritionist who has really helped me with my diet and with nutritional supplements too to suit my needs and to really improve my mood and energy levels. Now tip number six is to manage your stress levels. Now if you have a lot of stress going on in your life, such as in your work life, find ways to reduce it. Learn a few time management techniques or talk to your boss about changing your work hours or reducing your load. It's very important to get that work-life balance so you don't burn out. Now, if experiencing feelings of anxiety when you're feeling stressed, focus on your breathing. Now, there are many different breathing techniques. However, I find the best one to do when in a heightened state is to simply breathe in through the nose for about five seconds and then slowly breathe out through the mouth for 10 seconds. And practice this for about three to five minutes. Now, tip number seven is to use humor and enjoy yourself. Try and see the funny side of situations. It's amazing that there have been so many times when I've been in a stressful situation in the past, and when I look back on it now, I can really see the funny side of the situation. Can you relate to this? If you can see the funny side of situations, it will help you cope better. Jokes are a great way to build happiness. An example is in my podcast, my sports podcast, which I do with Glenn, the Sports Shack. Glenn finishes off the show now with a great joke. And write down all the things you enjoy doing, things that give you great pleasure in life, such as spending. I enjoy spending quality time with my daughter, going to the movies, catching up and having a coffee with a friend. Select maybe two or three each day from your happiness list. Making time for yourself and doing things that we enjoy is, is very good for our emotional well-being. And do something that you're good at and that gives you a sense of achievement, you know, such as cooking or dancing or painting. And try and avoid things that seem enjoyable at the time. However, make you feel worse afterwards, such as drinking too much alcohol or eating, eating junk food. Now, tip number eight, listen to music. Now, I have a happy playlist on my phone, which I've had for a while, which I put on especially when my mood is a bit low and I need a pickup. And just going through my happy playlist, you know, there's some great songs such as uh, Happy by Farrell Williams, Magic by The Cars, Walk Right In by Dr. Hook, Feel Good by Gorillaz, Friday I'm In Love by The Cure, Dance Monkey by Tones and I. There are a lot of great happy songs out there. And tip number nine, talk and share. Communicating with others is vitally important when feeling unhappy, whether it's with a friend, family member, or with a mental health professional. Now, attending men's groups is a great way to share, and I've especially found this the case attending complete men on a regular basis. I can freely talk to the group of men about what is making me feel unhappy in my life and without being judged. Talking things through rather than keeping it all bottled up inside helps release tension 
and helps strengthen relationships and connections with other people. One thing that we do each week at Complete Men when we do our share for the week is that the facilitator will often encourage the men to talk about something they don't want to talk about. And what I find this does, which helps me, it helps identify what is really going on with me that I need to address. And attending support groups such as men's groups are a great way to build resilience and cope with life's ups and downs. Now, I know by attending Complete Men, it really makes me feel happy and alive, and I enjoy the connection and the laughs. There are all sorts of support groups out there. I've been involved in a chronic pain support group for many years, which has really helped me deal with deal with and control my pain, and it's very educational. But some other groups include ones like parenting groups, bereavement groups, or also online support groups. So finding happiness in our lives is extremely important, and I hope some of these tips on how to build happiness are useful. It is important to appreciate happiness in our lives and be present when experiencing joy. So that's all for this episode of the Complete Man podcast. The Complete Men Foundation is based on the Gold Coast and we provide weekly men's groups and deliver workshops, individual support and programs for men such as Building Better Fathers to engage in as well as related personal growth activities. For any man that is interested in attending, please go to our website completemen.org.au Sources for, for this episode are on the platform page I wish you great energy throughout your week. Aho!